Hey everybody, this is Ty with Grind, Sale, and Elevate. This week I had the pleasure of sitting down and talking to Tyler Ornstein. He's the founder and CEO of Tyler's Coffee based out of Tucson, Arizona. What makes Tyler's Coffee so unique and so special is it's the world's first acid-free coffee. Tyler started Tyler's Coffee when he was 16 years old. So we do a deep dive into how he got his start, the challenges he's had to overcome as an entrepreneur, and why Acid-free coffee is so important for the body. So I hope you enjoyed this one. It was great talking to Tyler. Tyler, thanks so much for joining us on Grind, Sell, and Elevate today. Hey, I really appreciate it, Ty. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, man. I love, I, love the, uh, I love the name Tyler. I love the name Ty. I, I've never had a bad Tyler experience. I have to tell you that. Well, I've been called Tyler the majority of my life uh, with the name Tizer. People always yeah. thought that it was a typo. And so I, I have full on, <laughs> full on little league baseball cards with Tyler Evans uh, oh, cool. on, on the back of them. Yeah. So yeah, I, I go both, I go by both names. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I uh, appreciate you coming on. I know that you're the CEO and founder of Tyler's coffee. Um, yes, sir. So love to hear a bit about your, your start and what your company does and, you know, kind of where you're at in the marketplace right now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, what my company does is we created the world's first and only acid-free coffee. So what does that mean? It means that it's coffee that doesn't give you heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, people that have Crohn, GERD, IC, interstitial heartburn, um, overactive bladder, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. And people can't drink coffee anymore because of these stomach related issues. Well, we're the solution to that problem. Excellent. So how did you get your start? Like what uh, made you intrigued with coffee? I mean, why that route? What really got me intrigued with coffee is my father. My father is by trade an inventor slash biochemist. And his doctor said, hey, you can't drink coffee anymore. You got ulcers. And he goes, no, that's not an option. And so he actually figured out that it wasn't just him. It was, you know, millions of people. So in 2016, the Crimson Clydes Foundation in North America did a study and then found out that 50 million Americans suffered from stomach-related issues. Uh -huh. um, that was 16. So you can take 20 or 25% on top of that. So the market space in America alone is, is phenomenally large um, because we're, we are going to a healthier diet. I mean, there's more veganisms, there's more vegan options, there's more vegetarian options. There's um, people that don't want high fructose corn syrup in their diet anymore. People that want to be alkaline. Um, and it's because the, the food processing of uh, America for the longest time was wreaking havoc on people's health. And people are now waking up and they're having this light bulb moment of, oh, wait, so I can't eat 5,000 calories and just sit on my ass? Like, <laughs> it's not an option. Right. Like, y'all yeah. get fat. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. Um, Tyler's Coffees is the is the you know alternative to all of this. It's the it's the great it's a great awakening for people that want to drink coffee that no longer could. No, I well I two things to that. One, my wife right now. Exactly, I love I love the logo too. Um, Thanks, man. 
my wife's a holistic nutritionist by, oh, by, by trade who actually graduated from Arizona state. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. So, you know, so we, our family is very keen on making sure our diets uh, on point, you know, what we feed sure. our kids and whatnot, super important. You know, I don't think that enough people are conscientious or understand how important their gut bacteria and their GI tract is to their overall health. And oh, pain. it's immensely important. Right. So, so I loved what you were doing and I'm a avid coffee drinker and I had to switch to cold brew. Um, sure. Probably about, I don't know, four or five years ago when, when I first found out about it because of the acid, I mean, my heartburn would tear me up, but I couldn't go without coffee. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so cold brew is actually a myth um, and I'll explain it. Sure. We don't bloom the tannic and lipid acids in the roasting process. Okay. So if your body gets to a certain temperature where it blooms tannic and lipid acids, you got way more problems. Um, but the point is, is cold brew, they still bloom the tannic and lipid acids. What they're saying is that if you brew it with a, with a cold version or a cold idea, um, it smooths out the flavor. And yeah, it does. Because when you get coffee hot, parts of hydrogen, pH, they get, they kind of like get really active. The atoms of the hydrogen get really active. And um, that's obviously lowers the pH. But when you have it cold, it's still there. It's still present. Your body is just not feeling it until later. Um, so this is, this is the complete... Uh, Farsity, and, and, and this is what I'm trying to, to tell people about is, yeah, there's low acid out there. It's not really low acid. It's just roasted um, lighter or it's roasted, you know, with different uh, ideas, but they're, but, but they're, still, they're still acids. And, and we're the only ones that, that don't have the, the acidity in the coffee. Wow. Well, that's good to know. Uh, yeah. So I, I definitely need to get myself a bag of Tyler's coffee. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, um, ASAP. Um, so talk to, I know that, you know, reading a little bit about your bio, doing my, my homework a bit, that you got a really early start. Now you were helping. I did. So your dad, you know, was obviously trying to solve a problem because he loved coffee, wanted to make sure he didn't have any of the acid reflex um, that you're kind of talking about. So what prompted you at a young age to, to start your own business? Is that something that's always been a calling or? So, um, Mm, yeah, kind of. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a fun story uh, for your viewers. So I grew up in Arizona and I'm in Tucson still, and I actually really do love Arizona, but um, I was a, I was a Cub Scout and we had a popcorn drive and there was this red Huffy bike. I'll never forget it. I look back on it and I'm like, God, I made that company like 10 grand and I got like a $400 bike, but at the time, <laughs> the bike seemed more appealing. Anyway, um, whoever got the most popcorn sales would get the healthy bike. And so we set up at our local Safeway and I was outside and people would walk up and I'd say, hi, would you like to buy some of our popcorn? And uh, no. Would you like to buy some popcorn? No. Would you like to buy some popcorn? No. Would you like to buy some popcorn? No. Okay, so I'm building a pattern here, right? And so obviously people know that, uh, you know, if the, the pattern, if it doesn't change, 
you know, then, then you're just beating your head against the wall. So I thought to myself is like, well, I got what, like eight varieties of popcorn. Why don't I just switch up my language? And I, I said, excuse me, um, which popcorn would you like to try? Excuse me? Yeah, what popcorn? I got samples right here. What, what popcorn would you like to try? I got, I got uh, caramel, I got uh, cheddar, I got plain, I got this. Uh, I'll try that. Okay, here, here's a sample. Wow, that's good. Yeah, if you buy two of these, um, you're helping my troop. Well, so I, I and then said, which popcorn do you prefer? Which popcorn do you prefer? Which popcorn do you prefer? And people kept buying the, the, the popcorn because I changed the language. This is all in my head. I, I didn't like, you know, I didn't, I was like eight years old. I didn't have a guru telling me this. Yeah. Um, and so, and so I realized that that there was like a light bulb moment at a very, 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 very young age that you can change your language to get a better result. Now, I always tell people this when, I, when, you know, before COVID, when I would go around the nation and, and I spoke, um, in front of crowds and, and, and people would, you know, I'd tell them the story, I'd be interviewed and it was good, but that's, that's beside the point. People after the show would come up to me, like they always come up to speakers and they go, wow, you're an amazing guy. Blah, 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 blah. I have this great idea. Blah, 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 blah. And I say, let me stop you right there. Let me ask you one question. Okay. Does it help? Well, what, what, do you, what do you mean? Does it help? Uh, uh, yeah, 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 it helps. And you have a business. Huh. What? What I mean by that is if you can build a better mousetrap to help a problem that a consumer has or doesn't even know they have, then you can support that. You can monetize that. And, and that's, and, and I'm a big believer of, of helping. I, I, I never, I never want to, to sell something that doesn't help society in a whole. And we're always trying at Tyler's Coffees to make things better. And, um, you know, we, we give back to uh, 5031C to do all fulfillment. They're a beautiful company. I absolutely love them. And they hired people who have downs and they hire people that have handicaps. And I love helping that way. And it's really, really heartwarming to see these people have a purpose because they want to, I mean, they're, 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 society has thrown them away in the garbage heap and they're not, they're people. Yeah. So I just love to help. And so whenever I talk to people about their business ideas, does it help, you know? Yeah, well, I, I love that because I think that once you learn that you can be in service of others, that's where truly the right. law of reciprocity starts to kick in. And, Absolutely. And you're probably going to see exponential growth in your business. You know, I think Tony Robbins talks about that probably more than anybody else with, you know, you know, living is giving is a great quote from him that, um, right. So I, I really love that. That's uh, fantastic. Now, do you think that that's contributed to your success? I know that you you started the business at what, 14, 15, 16? 14. 14. And then I went like online at 16 and um, then went into retail at like 17, six, 16 and a half, 17. 
And do you think that because of the, the giving are trying to solve a problem that the brand has resonated with people and that's why it's grown so much? 100%. I wouldn't be talking to you. I wouldn't be sitting here. I wouldn't have the things that I have. I wouldn't have the company that I have if that statement was false. That is 100% true. I, every single day I wake up knowing that I've helped people and they pay me for it. Right. They pay the company for it. Yeah. I get a salary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so talk to us, where do you see yourself being going in five years with uh, Tyler's Coffee? And you've already helped a lot of people. I know that I think you're, you're in over a thousand different locations. Yeah. The country. Yeah. So, so here's what I would say. Here's what I would say. I would say this. I would say we have a serious problem at Tyler's Coffee. Some people say, well, it's a great problem to have. I go, yeah, but it's a problem. And it's a problem I want to fix. And we are. We're in the process of fixing it. And it's going to get fixed. But the point is, is we have a back order issue. Meaning we have more demand than supply. Every single time. Now, we've been better about it because we've been able to order more. And, and, and you know, but COVID kind of... <laughs> COVID kind of stuck us with uh, longer lead times from USDA, all that fun stuff. But the point is, is in five years, I can see Tyler's Coffees becoming a household name, but with a value. And what I mean by that is, is uh, Ty, I don't know if you're a car guy. I'm a huge car guy. I love cars. Um, everyone knows what the name Mercedes means, but, mm -hmm. but, but it's like, because it's a high quality product, it's not, sure. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to play devil's advocate of like, but let's just be completely honest. A brand new Mercedes and a brand new Kia will never have the same value prop ever. Right. I mean, people just can understand that. So, um, I would say that other coffees are, are consumables and I respect the consumable market and I respect that people want to buy the coffee at a lower price and I respect that it's a, you know, it's a barrier to entry that's low. Tyler's Coffees will never be that. Tyler's Coffees is a single source USDA certified organic um, triple Arabica bean that is roasted with a 200 step roasting process that is packaged in a four-layer mylar bag for freshness that has an advanced air gassing system that is more, um, you know, a proxy to not having uh, oxygen flow for oxidation. What I mean by that is we go above and beyond. We do everything first class. We never, ever stifle from. People have come out and said, well, Tyler, if you just came out with like a non-organic acid-free coffee, do you know how big the market would be? And I'd be like, I don't care. Right. That's not that's not who we are. We're building the best. Yes, yeah, so you're going to continue on that trajectory of just doing what you do and and kind of seeing where it goes. Now you kind of mentioned COVID. Has that uh, how's that been as an entrepreneur to you know juggle business with safety? Has that been challenging? Um, no, I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you this I, again. I, I mean this in, in no disrespect to anyone that has been affected um, financially with COVID. My heart goes out to you guys. I'm, I'm so, so, so sorry. Um, but for us, we've seen an increase in sales. 
we've seen a huge increase in sales. And I, I can probably name a couple reasons why, but um, I think I think in the long run, I think COVID was a was an eye awakening experience for everyone in America. People thought that there was a sure thing, and there never is. So if you don't roll with the times, if you don't see the horizon, if you don't, I saw COVID in January. I saw COVID in Wuhan, China in January. And I said, this is bad and it's gonna get worse. And it did. And now there's the CDC coming out saying that it's not as bad as they thought it was. And I also agree on that. But that's beside the fact there has been millions of people that have been negatively affected by this. Yeah. Millions of people. And it's so sad to see because I think, I don't know. I, I don't want to get political on your show. I will just say this, that COVID has been an eye awakening experience to people that thought that they had a, a sure thing. And now they have to make sure that they have, a backup. Yeah, I think that what it did too for um, entrepreneurs and business owners alike was it exposed how well they're running their business. And there are going to be some industries that are going to be uh, affected and there wasn't much they could do. But it's, you know, with 62% of entrepreneurs, their businesses are running pretty much um, like either at capacity or negative cash flow, right? And so I think it's really important to understand, you know, your operating costs, prepare for always worst case scenario. I mean, yeah. can you talk and give advice maybe to people? Now, obviously you're expanding, doing well during the time. And is that because of the way you structured the company was the, Hey, you never know when you're going to hit another recession. Never know when you have another housing or tech boom. So you guys know, obviously I have my own podcast and I get asked a lot, you know, how do you make your podcast? How do you get started on that? And I will tell you, Anchor is the best source for making your podcast. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. The best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now you can match Anchor with great sponsors who will advertise your podcast for you. That means you can get paid to do a podcast right away. So in fact, that's one of the reasons why I'm doing and reading this right now, this ad that you're listening to. Uh, So if you're interested in creating your own podcast and or looking how to monetize it, then Anchor is the best way to go. Check it out. Yeah, so so Tyler's Coffee is kind of in this like bubble of, of, I call it blue water territory. Blue water territory means there's no blood in the water. There's really no competition for Tyler's. We have an 80% retention rate on our customer base. Our customers are our family. We treat them like family. They love us. We love them. We've built a really good rapport um, because we cater to a a higher end clientele because our price point is a higher price point. I mean, that's... (laughs) It's a great question, Ty, because you're 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 having me walk into a political sandstorm here. I, I don't know, I don't know how far I can take it with with your viewers. Um, I'll put it this way: people that invested in the market, they're doing very well. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I went, I mean, personally, so, you know, when uh, I was waiting for this moment, I knew it was coming. I didn't know that COVID was going to be the reason, but uh, we were, um, it, it was, we were been stacking cash for a while waiting for that dip to come. And when, sure. it, when it did, I mean, I sat there buying as much as I possibly could in the market in late March. I, I yeah, dude, I bought, I, I bought 10, about 10 shares of Apple on the 28th. Right. <laughs> yeah. <Woo-hoo>! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it, it, like you, we talked a little bit offline. So that's you know. 40 shares of Apple now that I own. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's at a, it's a, now at 100 and what, 50, 160 dollars, but it's gonna go back to 500, so. Yeah, that split I mean, was nice. It was a beautiful thing. Look, I, I, I think people should wake up. Here's what I think, okay? Here's what I think, Ty. It's real simple. You're sitting at home. Don't watch Netflix. Don't sit in your pajamas. Don't get depressed. Go and learn. You know, if you if you need audiobooks, I'm an audiobook guy. People say, "Oh, you need to read my book." I'm like, "Is it an audible or can I can I listen to it?" And they're like, "No." And I'm like, "Sorry." Yeah. Not to be rude, but yeah. I'm not going to not going to read I'm not going to listen to your book. I only listen to books. I don't read books. I I really really do not like reading paperback books i don't know it's just a thing for me um and apparently it's a thing for a lot of people because audio books audio books are huge huge sellers right now uh but anyway um yeah like dude come on you got if you're sitting furloughed you know start learning the market my girlfriend she's really really smart um and what I love about her is she, she kind of, she, she kind of got laid off. It was like, kind of like, a, well, we're going to let you go, but we might have you back. And, and, and now we're like, we're done. We're done. But she got into Forex and she's trading Forex. She's making stupid money, <laughs> stupid money. So yeah, I, I, mean, I got, in, I got into market. the crypto game. And, uh, oh, dude, crypto's up. Yeah, crypto's yeah. up. Yeah, I, 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 well, I bought when it was like, like anything, you know, wait, wait for that red, and uh, when it dipped down to three, between three and five thousand dollars last year, Bitcoin, I went in pretty good. And Congratulations, so, man, you did well. Yeah. yeah, no, but it's 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 being primed and waiting for those right opportunities, and like you said, I don't like the excuse either of like sure, maybe you lost your job. Maybe you got furloughed, right? But what are you doing with your time? So the next right. time we have a dip like this in society, you've prepared yourself with better skills. You maybe you taught yourself Forex. Maybe you taught yourself crypto. Maybe you're going to start an online business. Um, so I think that's really powerful. You know, one of the questions I would want to ask you, being a sure. successful entrepreneur, is what success habits do you have? Are you a morning person where you've got like a ritual and, and you have a certain routine? Yeah. Yeah, I, I wake up every morning at 6 a.m. I set my alarm at 6 a.m. Um, Monday through Monday through Sunday. So, so some people like to sleep in in the weekends. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't really do that anymore. I used to be like, you know, wake up at 1, 1 p.m. kind of kid. Uh-huh. as back in my uh, college days. But no, um, 
look, I've got six people that, that I feed, you know, those are my employees. And, and, and every single time I wake up, I know I have to feed them. I, I have to get their paychecks, you know? And so what that means to me is I have to be the boss. I have to make sure that everything's running smoothly. Now, obviously, you know, I'm not micromanaging. I hate micromanaging. But what I'm saying is I, I, I have responsibilities and responsibilities are very, um, are very important. And, and so to your question, yes, absolutely. I have a routine. Wake up every morning at six in the morning. Uh, drink my coffee, of course. That's the first thing I do in the morning because, I mean, why not? <laughs> That's what I got to do. <laughs> yeah. um, do yoga for 30 minutes. Um, then jump in the pool, swim for about 30 minutes and then, um, jump in the shower and then, uh, get ready for work and be at the office, uh, no later than, no later than nine. Is there a reason that you, uh, incorporate, um, another plug to my wife. She's a, also a certified yoga instructor. So we, we do a little, little bit of yoga in the house. Uh, is there a reason that you have yoga and swimming in particular as far as activities to do? Yeah, I mean, I, I think swimming. So I was a swimmer. I was, a, I was one of the best swimmers in uh, my 4A high school. One of the best in the state. Again, I'm not trying to brag. It's just who just I was. Facts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just facts. Um, and uh, so I almost went, almost won Olympic, but point is is uh i think swimming is so so good on the body because you have zero you have zero gravity you're you're essentially in space um and so you don't have compaction and uh my girlfriend's gonna hate me for saying this but she's 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 great she's 26 years old she's awesome beautiful girl but her knees are starting to hurt because she did cross country mm. And now she's starting to swim and she's like, God, this feels so much better. And I'll tell you, like, swimming is not an easy sport. No. It's extremely, extremely difficult. Cardio through the roof. Um, your physical, your physical being is much better because you don't have any stress. I just, I, I don't know. I'm an, I'm a, I'm a water, I'm a water uh, human, I guess. I, I love the water. I love I love diving and just being completely weightless in space and time. And, and it also is a great, great meditator. Like right after yoga, I'm sure your wife like does her, 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 her like calm down and does her meditation. Mm -hmm. Well, my meditation is like jump in the pool and just kind of just go on autopilot. You know, my hands and feet are, they know what they're doing. They have muscle memory. And so it's just, yeah, I just kind of think about the day. Yeah, cool. The switching gears a little bit. Um, sure. You know, it's uh, having started a couple of businesses myself, my wife just uh, started one, you know, I know what it's like uh, to get something up and going. And it's extremely difficult for a lot of people. And like, oh, you, businesses, yeah, yeah, businesses. And so you definitely have a unique niche, right? And so that that helps to be a differentiator for you. But sure. what were some of the the learning curves or the, you know, the growing pains of starting a business. And would you have any advice for new entrepreneurs that are getting Yeah, absolutely. Started? So, okay. So, so here's the deal. You have your concept of your product or service. 
The number one thing that people don't spend money on, and I think that they need to spend money on, is, well, first things first. I won't invest or I won't tell someone to move one step forward if they haven't done this test market. You have to make sure that your idea works. Now I use this analogy a lot and I think it's going to start to become like just between, just between you and me and all your viewers. (laughs) I have said things on stage or I have said things in certain circles and then Two years later, that person's saying the same thing. And I go, wait a minute, I haven't heard that before. So let's see if this becomes a trend. And that's cool. I hope everyone takes it because it's a, it's a great trend. I use the analogy, I will never ever respect or think someone should build a business that is turtle shoes. No one needs to put shoes on a turtle. No one wants to put shoes on a turtle. Yeah. The turtle doesn't even want shoes. No, definitely not. On the turtle. Yeah. Okay. So that's a really bad business idea. And I use that analogy. I hope it becomes like a thing. And I say, look, you don't want to sell turtle shoes. Now, when you figured out your test market and your test market says, Oh my God, we want this. We're demanding it. We, you know, please, for the love of God, make this for us. You know, the, the emoji of fry where he's take my money. Um, that's you're in a sweet spot right there. You're, you're in a great, great, great opportunity for expansion. Next thing, next thing that's very important. I tell people this, I say, I can sell you, like this right here this is retail ready okay this is retail ready you can buy this on the shelf of any grocery store natural grocers high v you know you can you can buy this we can sell this to amazon this is on amazon you can look at this as the same bag the brand identity is there okay This is my other analogy, and this is what I use when, when I when I get this answer. You see this? Yeah. You see that it says Tyler's? Yeah. Okay. Now, if I filled my coffee to the brim, do you think that anyone would buy this? Uh, no. Bingo. So you have to have a brand loyal product. You have to build the value prop and you have to say look this is our branding this is our packaging this is our story this is our this is our mission apple did an amazing job in branding i mean yeah their products are amazing but they did an amazing job in branding so people think that they can sell some of the best materials out of horrible packaging and and i tell people it's like 95% of the buying decision is the packaging they need to make sure that it aligns with their values and if you just have tyler on a jar right it could be the best coffee in the world but brand perception they're not going to even try it yeah correct so for those of you who uh on the podcast couldn't see he was holding up a uh empty mason jar that had tyler written on it 
So <laughs> <laughs> compared to the 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 nice uh, packaged uh, bag of coffee beans with this brand on it. Um, no, that, that, I think that's uh, great advice. Um, and so I guess what kind of switching back again gears when you were talking about a little bit about success habits. You said you listen to a lot of uh, books on on Audible. I do. Right. I do. So if if you're a young, if you're talking to a young entrepreneur, if you're talking to your 14 year old self when you were starting out, what do you think would be something that you would recommend to a young entrepreneurs by way of book or uh, someone's podcast? One of my maybe? favorite books is The E Myth. Hmm. Never heard of it. Yeah, check it out. Great, great book. Great book. I forgot. I think it's Levine. No, not Levine. Um, Michael. I don't know. I don't remember the authors, unfortunately. I, I apologize. I'm really bad with names. Um, really bad with names. Oh my god! If I could go back and change two things in my life, it'd be learn how to spell and and uh, know people's names. Um, but hey, I, I I work with what I have. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, also, Napoleon Hill, phenomenal, phenomenal books phenomenal books uh i think napoleon hill uh, dale carnegie again phenomenal those are the classics those are the originals those are the ogs of business uh, and self-help and i think i mean again i'm not i'm not gonna name names i think what happened is people read dale carnegie and napoleon hill and they said, oh, I can just rewrite this book, slap my name on it and make, you know, millions of dollars. And they have. And I respect yeah. it. Hey, it's, it's a market. But if you really want to drill down to the original, the original guys, the original, original minds of self-help and business, uh, business advantage, look at those uh, two authors because I, I can't think of maybe Zig Ziglar. Um, yeah. you know, uh, and, and I, I also, Hey, look, I think, uh, you know, uh, Vandercheck is, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's going to tell you a lot of modern stuff, a lot of modern ideas. Uh, Grant Cardone, like you have in the back of your office there. I think Grant, Grant is, Grant's a, Grant's a flavor that you either love or you hate, you know, it's yeah, not, there, there's really no middle ground with Grant Cardone. It's just, wow, what a big douche. Or wow, what an amazing guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's and I think that's why I like him so much, is he's pretty raw. And I think uh, yeah. you know, Gary Vee is kind of the same thing. It and yeah. Yeah, full transparency, the whole reason I, I even started a podcast was like two and a half years ago, was I read right when he came out with Crushing It. I read that book and um I was like, Yeah, I I wanna do that. Like he really I mean, reading that book really inspired me. Just like I had this message and I feel like, you know, people always come to me for sales advice. And so I was like, well, I just take it out on a larger global scale. Yeah, absolutely. You know? yeah. No, it's a hundred percent, hundred percent on that. I, I, I think that there's a lot of people that are, uh, I don't know. The word is scared, but it's not that, that think that they're going to get chastised on social media. Look, there's there's one thing that I can tell another uh, another entrepreneur to to one to another. Uh, if you're scared, do it more. You know, like 
if, if I never went on a bicycle with a backpack and some samples and said, can I have you in door to door knocking and just handed coffee and can I get your name and number to see if this is an idea? Man, I could be working at uh, Taco Bell. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I just, you gotta, you gotta do something that's against the grain uh, to get, to get known. And sometimes you're going to get, you're going to, I haven't personally gotten any, you know, uh, haters. Um, maybe someday I will and I'll turn them into fans because I love to do that. I love to turn angry customers into customers that tote my product and say, you guys are the best and you guys handled it. Like I'll tell you this one customer called me and said, I'm so frustrated. I, you know, and I said, well, good news. Yeah. You're talking to the uh, horse's mouth, talking to the founder, owner, Tyler. Well, I'm really frustrated. I said, great. Let, let me hear it. Have at it, man. Go. Let me hear it. And at the end of the call, I said, okay, so let me get this straight. This is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. And this is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's wrong with you guys? You guys running a, a sham company over there? And I said, no, sir. You know what you just did? You just helped me improve things that I wouldn't see. You helped me improve things that was not on my radar that I'm gonna make sure that those changes happen so that it never happens again. And for that, sir, I'm gonna send you double your order free of charge. Wow, that's huge. And they were like, what? And I was like, what you just told me? I would have to hire a consultant and maybe they not even see the, the pitfalls. Right. I said, if I didn't listen to my customer's complaints, do you think I would ever want to, do you think I'd ever improve my customer's uh, service or my, or my product? He goes, Oh my God, I, 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 ne I never, I never thought of that. And I said, yeah, man. And, and that's, and that's what I love to do. I love to, I love it when people tell me I did something wrong. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, then I can fix it. Yeah, and it's a great opportunity, like you said, for growth, right? Feedback, criticism um, is is the only way that you grow. And I love what you touched on too. There's that, um, you know, that that saying that doubt killed more dreams than failure ever has. Um, yeah. Right. And and so I love that motto because so many people are just scared. They have this idea, something that's burning inside of them to do. And they're so scared of what other people are going to think or that they might fail or even that they might succeed, you know, at a young age, how did you, when you're on your, on your bike and you're going door to door, you're going store to store, was there ever a point in time where you kind of just felt like giving up or you felt like quitting or like, this is going to go anywhere. And how did you overcome that? Um, absolutely. Absolutely. I think what kept me going throughout this whole entire you know, this crazy train on, uh, on rickety rails. Um, <laughs> the customers, man. For seeing that we were really helping people really made me wake up in the morning and do it over and over and over. I, I remember sleeping uh, on the floor in my apartment and spending more money in inventory than, than I could for groceries. Um, 
I, I remember working till 11 o'clock at night getting orders done. I mean, eight years ago, if you ordered Tyler's coffees, Tyler Ornstein would be filling your order. Yeah. Um, blood, sweat, and tears for the company. No question. And it humbles a man. It humbles, it humbles a man. But have there been so many times where I've said, let's throw in the towel and I'm done and I can walk away and lick my wounds? Yeah. Yeah. More, more times than I can count. But, uh, but that's the, that's the, that's the gift of it, man. You know, if, if you want to quit, no one's going to remember you quitting. If you want to succeed, everyone will remember your successes. Yep. Yep, absolutely. That's powerful. Uh, is there anything that you come back to to help you keep motivated? I know that you know, serving um, people, knowing that you're helping them, is that your primary source of motivation? You know, Simon Simic talks about you know, finding your why, right? Is that something? Yeah, I, I'll be honest with you, man. And, and this, is, this is pretty selfish. And I'll be the first to tell you, yeah, it's pretty selfish. Um, so I'm a, I'm a car buff. I love cars and it's a huge motivating factor because I just sure. really enjoy cars. Um, but that's my, that's on a personal level, but, but on a, on a, on a business level, it's more important that I support my family, my employees and my customers than myself. And if you're selfless, it will, it, People will give you what you really, really want if you're selfless in that people will buy your products and people will give you more money because they feel that they're supporting a cause. Yeah. Yep. I think that goes yeah. back to the beginning of this is having a, something of value or solving a problem and then really honing in on that, you know, and doing the testing to make sure that, you know, it's the problem that you think it is and you have the right solution. Uh, which which is huge, um, yeah, Tyler. Lo lots of great takeaways today. I really I really appreciate your time. Where can people connect with you, and where can people buy Tyler's copy? So we're doing this uh, a deal right now. Um, if you go to Tyler'sCoffees.com, that's Tyler's Coffees with an S dot com. Use promo code Tyler twenty twenty at checkout. Lowercase Tyler. 2020 at checkout, you'll get 20% off your order. Awesome. Great. And are you on social media? Do people, are you uh, active on there? Connecting with people? Personally, yeah, kind of. It's a double-edged sword for me. Um, I We are definitely active on our social media, tylerscoffees.com. Okay, cool. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, soon we have our TikTok up. We haven't done that yet, um, but uh, yeah, that's those are our three mainstays: is Twitter, Facebook, and, and uh, Instagram. Um, but yeah, um, and for for anyone out there that's you know wanting some advice in the entrepreneurial life world, I I would love to support you guys. Um, I don't consult. I think it's one of the worst words in, in the human language. 
I know people that are going to say, well, I can solve. Hey, more power to you. If I'm going to give you my time, I'm not going to charge you for it. Um, people have loved to charge me for their time when I say no, thank you. So I think it should be reciprocated. Um, email me, Tyler, T-Y-L-E-R, at T-Y-L-E-R-S, coffee, C-O-F-F-E-E-S, dot com. Uh, ask me a question, man. And, and if I, if I don't get back to you, um, maybe it's because I get 400 emails a day. Uh, but I, I love to help entrepreneurs. I love to help successful people. I love to help upcoming people. I love to help people. That's awesome. Well, I know that everybody listening will really appreciate that. I hope that someone reaches out to you as it's, um, no easy task to do what you've done. Um, and really in a short amount of time, I know you're a, a young guy, so, and you got 16 years is not a short amount of time, but I get it. Yeah. I mean, to, to do what you accomplished, um, at that at age and to keep pushing through, you know, I, my, my direction in, in high school and college was, uh, playing basketball and, uh, looking for, uh, the next group of friends to go party with, you know, so it was a different trajectory, which I feel like, um, you know, set me behind a little bit for, for when I got out of college at 23, then kind of have like that, Oh shit moment. Like, what am I mm -hmm. supposed to do? What am I supposed to do with my life? Right. So, yeah. um, I actually was going to LR school of business, which is at the U of A and, uh, I was on my third year and I decided to drop because I was making more money in my company than I was paying the professor to teach me in, in incorrect information. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's the, that thing is crazy. You talked about a little bit about Napoleon Hill. You know, it's like if they were make that part of, uh, you know, Think and Grow Rich as a prerequisite oh, in high school for kids awesome. to read, you know, or a awesome. sophomore. And, it, and you would realize you, you, you probably don't need to spend $60,000 on education. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, cool, man. Well, I really appreciate your time today. Um, thank you. Thank you for coming on. And any last parting words? Hi, it's absolutely a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And for everyone that's listening, thank you for your time and God bless and go make something. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it, man. Take care.